You're listening to the 10-minute think-through, a to-the-point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. A few weeks ago, we had a listener submit a question, how do I know if Arrowhead is the right church for me? And we thought this was a really good question to ask about any church that you might be considering. So today, we're going to modify that question a little bit and ask, how do you know if the church you're visiting is the right church? I think that's a really great question. And before we dig into that question, I think it's a helpful thing for us all to remember that this is not a question that people in all parts of the world at all points throughout history have the luxury to ask. So if I'm living in uh, some part of the Middle East right now, for instance, where there are no churches, I don't ask this question. Of course I can follow Jesus in the midst of uh, a part of the world like that, but if I have a church, if I have a group of people to gather with, I'm super happy that I've found a group of people to gather with who believe what I believe. If I'm living, uh, you know, a few hundred years ago, or if I'm, you know, it, right now, when we ask this question, I think we need to remember this is an American question. This is a Bible Belt question. This is something that we ask one another because there are so many options all around us, and I don't think we have to feel guilty for that. So I don't raise that point to raise the issue of whether or not you should even ask it because then, like, what do you do? I mean, it's just the one closest to your house or whatever. I mean, I don't think that we have to do that. We live in this culture. We have vehicles, and the Lord has given us the luxuries that we have to be able to to look at his word and, and say what seems to be the wisest place for me to connect uh, myself and my family. But I do think it at least puts a little perspective on the question uh, to consider, you know, hey, every, everybody doesn't get to ask that. Yeah, it might give you a little more grace towards the churches that you're visiting. Yeah. Um, you know, to think about, like you're saying, other in other cities, there might just be one option, and it might be an underground option. I think immediately about our series we just finished on Patmos, where John is writing letters to churches, and he's like, to the, to the church of Philadelphia, right. Laodicea, like there's one church in the city that he's writing to, and he doesn't even have to specify to First Baptist of Laodicea or whatever. He just, you know, to the one church. And so I think it is, like you're saying, just something to keep in mind. But I think that it's also important to, I mean, the Bible is is very like up to date because I, I was just thinking as Ben was talking that Jared, you were in the break, we were talking about you're doing the whole 30 thing. You know, you're making like dietary right. choices based on like a certain paradigm. And well, like there are other parts of the world and other people who have believed what the Bible has to say, who don't have that option. You know what I mean? We're like their food is like, they'll eat anything. It doesn't matter right. where it comes from. And so, but that doesn't mean that God didn't plan for that in order, you know, and when he's thinking and planning and dreaming about you. And so when he is knitting you together in the womb, he knows that there is going to come a time when through wisdom and discernment and prayer and some other things we're going to talk about in the podcast, where you're going to have to exercise real biblical uh, insight in the choice that you're going to have to make. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, we know that the Bible is sufficient to help us make these decisions now. The Bible is not a book that only applied at a certain time frame. And so we get to filter our decisions, especially about the group of people we call our brothers and sisters that we walk with through life. I mean, of course, we should use what what God's given us in his word and, and by his spirit to be able to make such a decision. And we should thank him that, that he saw that, foresaw that, and knew that we could uh, we would be living in this day and in, in, uh, in this culture. So I guess what we're saying there is don't treat treat finding a church like a buffet. 
Yeah, I think that that's more wise. Than that. I think that that's wise. You know, I, I mean, that when I say you shouldn't have to drive forever to get to your church, I, I, or you know, do you just go to the closest one? Well, I do think it's wise. I mean, don't I don't I don't know that it makes sense for uh, for us to when there are luxuries like churches so uh, so many nearby. Does it does it make sense for us to be driving forty five minutes, let's say, to to be a part of a body that? Uh, that we just enjoy some other aspect of, or should we be, you know, should we be um, a little more gracious, like you say, Jared, to, um, to, to, you know, kind of plan ourselves where we live and, and then evaluate based on scripture. Yeah. And just go ahead, Jared. I was going to say, there's a really practical reason for that too. Like it's hard to engage throughout the week with a church that you don't live near. And my family, you know, we have always gone, we live in Jeff city. We've always gone to a church in Morristown my entire life. And that's like that 15 minute drive is actually like more distance than it seems. And that's always been a challenge for Especially us. Especially with the red lights. I mean, Oh my on. gosh, those Walmart red lights. <laughs> No intelligence with the red lights, but you know, it, it really does make a difference because if you want to be engaged in the church, it's so much more than Sunday mornings. You've got to be able to, you know, be a part of that community in some way throughout the week. So what we're basically saying is the word local matters, but we're saying like, yeah. we're not just saying a church. We're saying you need to have a local church. Yeah. So that might be a first criteria. Is it local to you? Uh, we bumped into someone at lunch today. I was telling Lee Brown, our Greenville campus pastor, the story of in our first year, um, these folks were driving a good long ways to, to be a part of our church, and they were serving, and they were so faithful. They were such a blessing to us. And we read this book as we were laying the foundation of our church, and in the book, the guy makes the point, you should worship with people who are somewhere near you, and they left. They oh, went man. some. They decided to go to a church that was closer to their house, and, uh, and okay. I kind of wanted to backtrack and go, uh, I, was, I mean, I'm jo- <laughs> I, like, uh, I was kidding. Only in that Atlanta. part of the book, yeah. I'm not, you know, so, yeah. Uh, but that's important. It doesn't need to be near your house, near near enough at least to be connected. And that was part of our thinking with Greenville campus. We of started course, we started having all of these multi-site. yeah, all these families were driving from Greenville, and so it kind of eventually made sense to begin to consider: can we have a church there for yeah, them? You know, absolutely. So then we, um, I think that where the conversation tends to go first is toward a little bit more. Uh, emotional kind of place or a, a uh, fit sort of question, like what's the right fit for me? And it begins to be a feel-based decision. And I do think, though, that there are uh, why I think the Bible would be um, really plain that there are other questions of wisdom to be ask before I just consider what makes me feel like I belong there. Belonging is super important. Let's press into that. Let's talk about that too. But also maybe there are other things to put in place before we just consider whether or not we, we feel right there. A real luxury of this podcast is that both Jared and I uh, attended. We, we came to an, a service here at Arrowhead before we were on staff at Arrowhead. And so I think that when I think about like feel like I w- attended another church before I came here and I, I belonged for sure, but that was, uh, there was another set of criterion besides just uh, meeting an emotional need, um, which was, I'm not saying anything negative about another church uh, locally, but um, that there was a, a certain aspect that was different about here. Is that similar for you, Jared? Absolutely. Because, um, for me, the place that I was at spiritually was, a um, was the exact place that Arrowhead, especially at that age, 
but was really good at meeting people, which was, um, you know, Christians, a lot of Christians who just felt kind of burned out or just felt like a little in some doubts in some areas and, um, and definitely non-Christians. Um, I remember just the church feeling like a welcoming place for, for those kinds of people. And I was a, a person like that. And so being able to feel like, um, I, I was, I was okay to be there, you know, like it wasn't like an issue where, um, am I good enough to attend this church? I didn't feel that way. And part of the reason was probably the fact that it was in a grocery store, like an old grocery store. And, <laughs> um, so for me, I think that was a big part of that fit that you're talking about was feeling like, um, oh yeah, I could see, I could be here like long-term, you know? Yep. We're big fans and try to organize a lot of what we do behind the scenes, uh, around, and ministry and organization called Nine Marks, and that is a shortened uh, form of a book that was written by Mark Dever called Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. And uh, we're not going to walk through all nine of those. Uh, we're going to this is going to be a two part podcast, by the way. But we're not going to walk through all those. But I think we would we would answer this question: How do I know if I found the right church? First, you'd want to filter it through some of these marks, and those marks have to do with uh, doctrine. They have to do with uh, the kind of teaching that is done in that church. They have to do with membership and uh, whether or not a church views that highly. They, ha- they also have to do with evangelism and discipleship. Is this a place that seems to be focused on that? Is it led biblically? Um, it, what is, uh, what's the understanding of what is meant by the gospel? Uh, that's a, a few of those nine marks. So we'll uh, kind of press pause right here, and we'll come back and we'll filter some of that through, uh, some of this question through um, what those nine marks might be and how you might identify healthy, uh, healthy uh, markers within, within those categories. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 10-Minute Think-Through. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take a moment to rate us on the iTunes or Android podcast store. You can find all of our episodes and submit a topic request on our website, 10minutethinkthrough.com.